Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. In 2 Timothy 3.1, it says, Know this in the last days, that's the time we're living in, perilous times will come. Men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. So he's saying, you know, people who are pretending to follow God, but they're living like pagans, he's saying, look, you shouldn't go on vacation with those people, right? And so in our text where he says in verse 14, do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness? For what communion has light with darkness? Now, he goes on to expand here and says, don't be unequally yoked. And the idea is uh, that they would, uh, that you shouldn't yoke an ox and a donkey together. In Deuteronomy 22, uh, he tells them, you shall not plow with an ox and a donkey together. Why? Well, because an ox and a donkey have different natures. And so the picture of the ox and the donkey being unequally yoked, uh, you know, is this idea that these two animals that have different natures, that what's going to happen is that one would pull harder and one would be in rebellion, standing still, and it would cause the, the, the wooden yoke to rub and wear unequally, and it would wear sores and cause them to bleeding and infection and pain. And that's a picture of an unbeliever being yoked to a, a believer, right? And so... That's why God tells us this isn't going to work out. Now, it applies to every aspect of your life. Relationships, friends, right? People that you want to hang out with. You should pick friends who are going to encourage you to accomplish God's purposes in your life. You should pick godly friends who love you and care about you. Friends who will tell you the truth, right? Because if you have friends that, that really aren't your friends, then they're not going to tell you the truth, right? And somebody who really cares about you is going to tell you the truth. If someone doesn't care about you, then they're going to you know, like, whatever, right? But if, if someone cares about you, then they're going to be, how you doing? What's going on in your life? Hey, what, what, do you, hey, are, what, what are you listening to? You're watching that? What are you doing? What? And they're going to they're gonna talk to you about things like, who are you dating? You know, the world makes it out. They're like, you don't need church. You don't need godly friends. Get a bunch of pagan friends, right? They're good for you, are they? The Bible says in Proverbs 27, 6, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful, right? See, so-called friends tell you, do whatever you want. If it feels good, do it. And is that always good? It's not, right? God wants you to have a relationship with the people who are going to tell you the truth and care about you. Jesus is our ultimate example of what it means to be separated. Hebrews 7, 26 says, For such a high priest was fitting for us, who is holy, harmless, undeviled, separated from sinners, and has become higher than the heavens, right? So that's talking about Jesus. It also says in Luke 7, 34, The Son of Man has come and is a friend of tax collectors and sinners, but wisdom is justified by our children. So the idea is that Jesus was separated from the evil philosophies and practices of the world, and yet he was there to help people, tax collectors, sinners, people who thought they were not worthy to go to heaven. Jesus is the great physician who can help sick people without getting infected, right? That, that's the idea. Jesus or told Paul in Acts 26 uh, to go out 
and to open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light, from power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of their sins. So Jesus told Paul, go open their eyes because they're blind. And, and the Bible tells us that when a person is not born again, that they're blind to the reality of sin and the consequences of sin. So when you see these things in the news about people promoting wicked things and it's destroying their company or destroying their lives, it's because the Bible says they're blind. They're blind to the fact that sin hurts them and it hurts their family and it hurts their children and it hurts everyone around them. And the Bible says in Romans 7, 14, none of us lives unto himself and no one dies unto himself. In other words, your life affects the people around you. And so when people get involved in pagan practices, it causes problems. And, And Jesus spoke a lot about the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of light, and he said they're not the same and the outcomes aren't the same. Now, there's a large part of our culture that says, look, live however you want and the outcomes are the same. They're not the same. Jesus said in John 3, 19, men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest his deeds should be exposed. So Jesus said basically, look, there is light and darkness, and there are people who want to be wicked and live in darkness, right? And, and the Bible says some people think that when they're, they're living in darkness, they think they're living in light. There are people who think, yeah, I'm following God, I'm doing what's right, but they're really living in darkness. And, and Jesus' life was the most holy life ever lived, and yet he spent time loving sinners, helping sinners, right? And, and, and there is that, that balance of being loving and kind and helping people, and so Jesus said in Matthew 9, 37, he said to the disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest. In other words, there are a lot of people living in darkness that need to come into the light. And Jesus said, we need to be praying that God would send out people to invite them to church, to tell them about the power of God, to tell them how much God loves them, to tell them how good it is to walk in the light. And there are a lot of people who need to hear the gospel. And so he's not saying that we should isolate ourselves from people, right? You work with non-Christians. You live in a neighborhood with non-Christians, right? And so we need to be praying for them. We need to be a good example to them. But a holy life, uh, to be a good example, doesn't happen by accident. Romans 12.1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. So one of the keys to a life of holiness is to grow your relationship with God to the place where your passion and your love for God is much greater than your passion for sin and pagan philosophies and pagan practices. And that's important because sometimes people think you come to church and just, okay, I'm going to be good, I'm going to be good. But that's not what the Bible teaches. That separation is not faking or faking holiness, right? But it is to grow in your relationship with God to where you love God more than you love sin, right? And, And that's what happened in my life. And that really is a powerful transformation that God wants to do in every person's life where you love God and and the Bible says to fear the Lord is to hate evil that you don't want to be involved in evil because you understand it hurts people now separation is not fake holiness the Pharisees were the most separated people in the world you know they didn't let their robe even touch a Gentile in Matthew 23 Jesus said even so you are outwardly appear righteous to men but inside you're full of hypocrisy and lawlessness so God wasn't pleased with pleased with fake religion and he's saying being separated isn't being a fake religious person a hypocrite where you live one way at church and another way in the world right And you're two different people but he's saying in verse 14 do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship and that word is partnership has righteousness with lawlessness and what communion and that word is kononia in the greek has light with darkness right so righteousness and lawlessness are opposite 
you, they, don't, they can't coexist. You can't be righteous and lawless at the same time. Light and darkness cannot coexist, right? Light expels the darkness. Now, in 1 John 1, 6, he said, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. And so it's important for us when we think about our relationship with God and what he wants for our lives that we are able to look at our lives and say, am I still involved in pagan philosophies and practices or am I separating myself unto a life of God's design and God's purpose? And so when he says in verse 17, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord, and do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. <clears throat> God loves you and he tells you that because he wants what's best for you. See, God tells you, hey, don't do things that are going to be evil and they're going to hurt you and your family and your children and your grandchildren, right? Because God loves you. He wants what's best for you. Now, what's crazy is the world's twisted it all around and said, no, if you're as crazy as crazy can be, that produces a good life. And Christians, we should close all the churches and we shouldn't have marriages anymore. And everybody should just be sexually immoral and off the rails. And, and you might think, Pastor Bob, they're not saying that, are they? Yes. How many of you graduated college last year? Raise your hand. None of you, right? Well, you don't know what's going on there. My kids graduated a few years ago. I mean, they tell you. Well, I'm not going to go off on what they tell you, but, but they're pushing it, right? They're saying, hey, look, don't get married. Don't have children. Be pagan. Be immoral. Do what you want. Have sex with whoever, however, wherever, whenever. And then they add this, don't judge, <laughs> right? Now, what does God tell us as his people? Look, that is a pagan philosophy, right? And so what should we be doing? Well, 1 John 1, 7 says this. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. And that word fellowship is kononia, close relationship. If you're walking in the light with God, you're going to have fellowship not only with God, but with God's people. And that's why it's so important to go to church. When people tell me, well, I can be a Christian and not go to church. Well, that is possible, but you're not going to experience the fullness of God's blessing in your life if you're not part of of a family of believers, right? Where you can use the resources and talents that God's given you to bless others, love others, help others, and then to receive the love and the blessing. God gives people the gift of teaching to teach his word that you can receive that. So, so important to be walking in the light and to be fellowshiping one another. And that's why God calls us to be separate from, from all those pagan practices, right? And to be dedicated to living according to God's design, God's purposes, God's plan. Why? Why does God tell us that? Because he loves us and he wants to bless you. He wants your life to be good. And, and it's so crazy that our world is in the place now, and our society, in our society, there are a lot of people who would say, Pastor Bob, you were all wrong. Following God's design, avoiding evil, not following the world's ways, that doesn't produce a good life. Well, it does, statistically, right? And, and I could share statistics for another half hour, but it, that isn't what's going to change a person's heart. You have to be open and say, Lord, is this true? Is being separate from pagan evil, worldly philosophies, is that a better life? And here's the thing. When I came to church, I was an atheist. And I sat in the very back, and I thought to myself, is this better than what I've been doing? Right? I, had, I did all the things the world said to do, right? And, and, and I, week after week after week, came to church and thought, you know what? I think I'm wrong about that. Next week, I think I'm wrong about that. And eventually, I was like, I've been wrong about a lot of stuff, right? It seems like God's ways are way better, right? And so I began to read the Bible every day and began to realize, oh, God loves us. He wants what's best for us. And that's why it's important for me to surrender to him and follow him and his ways because that's what's going to be best for me, right? And, and God loves you, and he wants what's best for you. And so if you're here this morning and you're not sure about your relationship with God, if you've never surrendered your life to the Lord or invited Jesus into your life, we want to give you an opportunity to accept Jesus into your life this morning and to begin 
that relationship with him, where he begins to transform you from the inside out, where you begin to love God and the things of God more than the things of the world, right, and more than sin. And he wants to do that in your life. So if you have not done that, we're going to give you an opportunity to do that this morning. So let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word today. And we do pray, Lord, that you help us as your people to understand these truths that you've given us this morning. Lord, that we would want to grow close with you, that we want to be more and more in love with you. And Lord, that we want you to change us from the inside out. Lord, that we would have our eyes open to see the truth about walking in your ways and your plans and your purposes. And so we do pray also, Lord, if there's anyone here who's not sure about their relationship with you, that they would invite you in today and receive your love, your forgiveness, your grace, and all the goodness that you have for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Community Christmas Eve services on Sunday, December 24th at 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. This is a great way to celebrate the birth of Christ. Festivities will include the singing of Christmas carols with a contemporary feel and a message from Pastor Bob Larson. For more information, visit us at our website at calvarycaldwell.com, like us on Facebook, and may the Lord bless you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day.